Welcome to Girl Talk with your host, Melissa Ann. Girl Talk is that show which discusses the real issues black women face being a mom, a dad, a wife, a girlfriend, a sister, a co-worker, a therapist, or whatever hat black women wear on any particular day. Why? Because black women are just dope. Without further ado, here is your host, Melissa Ann. Hello, I'm Melissa Ann, and today we're talking with T. Marie, podcast host of the Conversations with T. Marie, founder of No More Boyfriends, and the CEO of Companionship Goals. Welcome, T. Marie. Hi, how are you, Melissa Ann? Doing great. Thank you for joining us. So, T. Marie, tell us a little bit more about yourself. Well, my name is T. Marie. Thank you for the amazing introduction. I am a relationship and dating coach. My favorite part of that is being a dating coach. I am also your companionship agent. So what that means, it's really a fancy name for dating coach. But what that means is I am here to connect people who are ready to date or if they're not ready to date, whatever they're looking for. And that's where companionshipgoals.com comes in. You can go to my website and I'm ready to connect the dots between people who have the same similarities and compatibilities, which is a big part of making a relationship work at whatever capacity that is in. I am the author of the book, No More Boyfriends, and the upcoming book, 100 Reasons Why I Want to Be Married. That should be coming out at the top of January. And I'm just a lover of relationships and what they actually mean. So I'm not just the person that's just talking about relationships, arguing about relationships, venting about the bad relationships that I have or have had, but I'm actually wanting to speak to the heart of people to help them understand why they've had these bad relationships and help them get to the point of having better relationships so that they can have better way of not just relating with their relationship people well or just their dates or but they also can relate with just people in general and that starts with actually knowing who you are so i'm an advocate of getting to know you so you can have better relationships with people in your career and your love life well it sounds like you're a busy woman so you have the podcast <laughs> you know you have the movement of no more boyfriends which we're right. going to dig into that because everybody yeah. wants a man right so right. talk to me about this no more boyfriends what does that mean and why is it important specifically to black women well it's so funny when i first started the movement no more boyfriends i swear it was like i was saying the antichrist to women they would be like <laughs> wait a minute because i want a man i want a boyfriend i want something right and they kept feeling like that i was speaking about not having relationships and actually that's quite the opposite i was actually speaking about not getting to titles when it comes to getting the relationship you want so a lot of times women when we say we have a boyfriend We have a tendency to substitute that word for husband or even fiance. And so we'll start treating this boyfriend in a manner like a husband. We start giving him things that he hasn't earned, that he doesn't deserve. And we also become a placeholder when we take on that title because we start taking care of this man as if he's our own without him having any requirements that's needed to be my husband or my significant other. And so we'll get into this title and we'll start making a man, we'll say he's our boyfriend and we'll strictly start treating him like he's a husband. We start giving him um, certain 
assets that we have. We start giving him certain resources that we have. We start giving him parts of our self that he has not earned. We give him vulnerable spaces that he has not earned. We pretty much turn over ourselves to him as if he was our husband. And then we get upset or we get mad or we get very disappointed when this very person that we've given all of our wifely assets to turns around, not gives the same thing back to us, and then turns and goes, leave the relationship a lot of times. He may leave and go marry somebody else. And you're like, I was, I did everything for this person. And you didn't realize that you gave him all the wifely assets without realizing the things that he actually needed to make you a wife. Well, let's double click on that. Cause like when you were growing up, the first thing you're taught is make sure you treating your man the right way. Make sure you cooking and cleaning and feeding them away to the man's heart is through his belly. So you're doing all of these things, but are you saying that in reality, you're just kind of hurting the relationship or is there certain points where you should do this, start doing this or let's double click on that a little bit. Okay. So just what you said, you said, treat my man, not (laughs) this boyfriend. And in that aspect, when we say my man, we should be talking about somebody who has committed to the same level that we have committed to them. Too many times we feel like that we have to prove ourselves to be a wife, which means we feel like we got to cook. We've got to give him all these things. We've got to give him our body. We've got to show him that we are a wife instead of remembering that we were created to be a wife. So there's nothing that we have to prove to this man. All the things you could do, quote unquote, as a wife, will not keep this man. A man decides if he wants to be with you if you have the qualities that he's looking for in a woman as a person, as a character, in the morals, in the way that he's thinking. And so if you give all these things to him, cook, clean, show him what you can do, that's not going to keep him. That's not going to make him stay. And you have to understand, again, you are already a wife. God created you to be a wife. So you have nothing to prove. The only thing you're doing when you're dating a man is to see if you guys have the same qualities, if things have have the same things in common, if you're compatible, to see if you want to go to the next level. You are already a wife. So you don't have to prove anything to him. There's nothing to prove. So doing all those things will not make him stay. So what are some of the things that women should do in a relationship? Because I feel like the pool isn't that large and you could prove me wrong. Like there isn't a large pool of men that we could choose from. So I feel like a lot of women are showing, okay, here's my worth. I could cook. I can dance. I can jump backwards if you, if you want to. <laughs> because And so again, we get back into this idea of that we have something to prove. And Another thing that we do that really sets us up is saying what you just said. is not a lot of good men out there. And contrary to how it feels and how we think, there are actually some good men out there, but we tend to entertain men that aren't good for us. Hmm. And we pass along and pass the buck on those men who are good for us. So at the end of the day, you really have to stop and start working with yourself first. And understanding who you are first. And that's one of the first things I talk about in our coaching sessions when you're ready for me to connect you with someone is you need to discover who you are. Too many times we put our self-worth on what somebody else 
thinks about us instead of what we already know us to be. So you go back out there again, tap dancing, moonwalking, doing everything it is to do to show this man that you're great and not realizing how great you are. The one thing we have to understand as women is we are the prize. No matter how society tries to put it out there, no matter how many hurt and broken men, because it's always those hurt, broken, disappointed men who have self-esteem issues who put out there that I need you to show me who you are. When a real man, or let me not say that because men get, they hate when I say that. A man (laughs) who knows who he is does not require you to do all that performing. He will look at you or he will talk to you and he will figure out if you fit what he's looking for. And if you don't understand, he's not staying. Now, here's the kicker. He will play, but he will not stay. And that's the one thing we have to understand. A man will use and do and take advantage of any asset that you will allow him to if you allow him to. And that's where your accountability as a woman comes into play. If you're not getting the things you need and you don't see that it's going anywhere, don't start questioning that man like, why you don't do this and why you don't love me? and Why am I not the fit for you? Don't do all that. That's not the point. What you need to understand is you're not getting what you need and you can have a discussion with them because that's what grown people do. Hey, I realize that we're not moving in the way that I'm feeling comfortable or I'm not getting my needs met. So I would like to, let's have that conversation. Once you give the person the conversation and you give them the information, they have two choices. They can either see that that bothers you and change or just keep going as they are going. And that means they have no concern about you or how your needs need to be met. So that's up to you at that point to make a decision. I feel like I want to have a conversation more about, I get what you're saying for sure. Like I understand that piece is you have to know your own value. As women, we have to know our own value and be able to walk away when we're not being treated the way we should be treated. But then you have that element of loneliness, So some of us will just stay in the relationship because we don't want to be lonely, right? So how do you overcome that? What's the trick? Well, the trick is understanding that you wind up just as lonely with someone as you are without someone. You're in a relationship with a man who's still not giving you what you need and you still feel by yourself. So you'd rather be by yourself with someone or be by yourself and open the opportunity for you to find someone that you can actually enjoy. I think what we continue to miss about being lonely is that we'll kind of equate it to being alone. When you're lonely, that means you're yearning for something to fill a place of enjoyment or fulfillment. And all the time, that's not another individual. Sometimes it's some things within yourself. If you can't be okay and be happy and enjoy yourself by yourself, then you're definitely not going to be a good mate for somebody else. And you're not going to get fulfillment for yourself because what's going to happen is the very moment that somebody comes and makes you feel happy, that means they control your feelings. They control how you move. They control that very aspect of your life. And so where it's hard for us as women because we really want a companion or we really want somebody to be there. It's not necessarily a full relationship that you may be looking for, but you maybe need to look for a life. 
you may need to find you some things to do. Yeah. You might need to find you some friends. You might need to find you some activities. And another thing you might need to start doing is dating. And when I say dating, I mean dating more than one person. Now, that gets a lot of people up route, especially men, when I start talking about women dating more than one man. Yep, I'm an advocate for it. I think that you should definitely enjoy doing life because what happens is dating is not a relationship status. And that's the one thing people get confused. Dating is an activity. Dating is the time that you're taking to get to know someone, spending some time with someone to see if you like them. And in dating, you can have, now, if you're seriously dating more than three, you're you're really just playing, but you can enjoy two or three people just to see how they feel, how they are. And what that also does is stop you from connecting with one person that may not be right for you because you're spending all your time with that one person. So I I think that we need to learn how to enjoy life. And even if you don't want to date, find you a male friend and enjoy that space. And that way you have some companionship that doesn't lead to anything or has no obligations, but still give you the feel of having the opposite sex around or, or just enjoying life with somebody that you can just have fun with. And I think that's where we get confused about being alone and being lonely. There's a big difference. There is a difference between being alone and being lonely. You want to talk a little bit about that? I think for me, for example, I think being alone is not having, you're not alone because you have family, you have maybe your children, you definitely have God. But the loneliness piece is really having that companionship. So, mm-hmm. you know, how do you get women to understand there's a difference between two? And then also, how do you define fulfillment? What are some things that women can do to fulfill themselves so they don't feel loneliness? Okay, so the difference between being alone, right, is the first thing when you're alone is exactly what you said. You have no one. You have nothing. You have no one. There's nothing around, nobody around. And that has a sense of making you feel like you're by yourself, right? You feel by yourself. You feel like nobody's around. But when you start to feel lonely, I mean, and it's actually meaning nobody's around, but when you're feeling lonely, you're feeling like there's nobody to feel something, to give you a feeling of something. When you're lonely, it's like nobody's here to... When you start talking about being lonely, you start talking about feelings. Not the absence of someone, but the absence of a feeling. And so you start needing something to fulfill a feeling that you don't have. And so you start thinking, if I could just get someone in this space, and a lot of times it's not someone, it could be something or some activity or some purpose. And so we have to understand if you don't find, again, I can never stress enough, if you don't find happiness within yourself, adding someone is not going to help. So you have to start looking to see what your passions are, what your purpose is, who you are, what defines you, what other things outside of people make you happy. It has to be some other things outside of people that make you happy happy. And normally that's a purpose or a passion. When you find your purpose or your passion and you get involved with your purpose Mm -hmm. or your passion, you will start to find those people 
fall in place because they're fitting your purpose and your passion. So you have to start with those things first. And that's a word right there, because a lot of times we don't know what our purpose or passion is. We don't take time to figure it out because why? Because we wrapped up into some dude that ain't wrapped up into us. And so we're so busy trying (laughs) to find somebody to fill that space instead of filling it ourselves with the things that actually have to be filled first before we even find somebody. Right. You have to be filled first. You definitely have to be filled first. And when you say fill, what do you mean? Again, your purpose or your passion. You have to be whole. You have to be okay with being with you. We think, oh, I have nobody to take me out to eat. Or I have nobody to go bowl. Or I have nobody to do activities with. And there's so many people out there that you can do those things with. You can join groups. You can go out. To, I'm a person. I'll go to a bar by myself in a heartbeat. I'll go sit at the bar. I'm, everybody's not like me. So I'll, you know, I'll try not to make it be that simple. But I don't have a problem with meeting people. But for people who do, start with groups that have the same purposes and passions that you do. Like if you play softball, there's a group for somebody that has softball. If you love museums, there's meetup groups for that. If you love the arts, there's meetup groups for that. And that way you'll be in places that you can meet people who have the same interests as you. But let me say this too. Finding companionship is an activity. It is not something that's going to come to your house and it's not something that's going to fall up on your woe is me attitude. You have to understand that anything that you're intentional about, anything that you want, you do it for your career. You do it for when you're shopping for your car. You're doing it for when anything that you want to have, you're intentional about going out and doing the work to get those things. When you want weight loss, Whatever it is, you're intentional about doing that. So if you want companionship, if you want a relationship, if you want a significant other, you have to be just as intentional in doing the same thing, which means the very first thing, finding out who you are and what you want, and then putting yourself out there in situations to find those connections with those people and not being disappointed or messed up when the very first one you meet or second, or third, does not work. You get up, you dust it off, and you try again. Right. So, you know, that, that's very exciting and very inspiring. But for those women who just don't know the first step of finding their purpose or their passion, what would you say are some of the steps to do that? Well, the first step when needing motivation in anything, when you don't know how to do something, what do you do? You find a coach. You find someone to teach you. You find a counselor. You find someone who can help give you those steps to get there. I think one of the most important things that we do not take advantage of is coaching and counseling. Mm -hmm. Uh, We don't know how to do a lot of things. And when we don't know how to do it, we have to learn. Everybody does not have the skills to go out and meet people. They don't have the skills to even understand who they are. So they, and they may want to, but they may not understand the traumas in their life. They may not understand why they can't do something. And that's why it's important for you to have a coach or a counselor. And if you know already that you can't do these things, you definitely don't need to start dating until you've had a coach or a counselor. 
because you've got to get over those humps or those traumas or those fears or those woe is me's or that pity party, whatever it is that's stopping you from being intentional for being ready to have what you want. You have to have to have to take control and accountability the ball rolling. So if you can't do it, I advise you to find some counseling, find a coach and find out why or what the blockage is, because that's not something you can do for yourself. If it was, you would have already done it. Now, you know, in the black community, we are, it's kind of frowned upon to go to therapists, coaches, people, people you will align, you go into a coach or a therapist that you crazy. So that has always been the the Good mantra. Video. Yeah. Right, and right. in the black community, oh, I ain't going there because I'm not crazy. Oh, you go to a therapist, you crazy. So right. we need to break away from that because mental health is, I feel like it's dwindling. And you tell me as a coach, social media to me has a big bearing on this because we don't have yeah. the connection anymore. And so our mental health is suffering because of that. So what's your word for black women on mental health and not being ashamed to go seek out therapy? My word for is is who gives up. And that's just me. Uh, We cannot be concerned with what anybody else thinks because nobody else has to live your life. If you have somebody in your life, if you have people in your life who are going to look down upon you for getting you the help that you need, those aren't the people that you need to deal with. I can't say you need to write them out of your life because it could be your mother, your father, your brother. It could be somebody very close to you. But those people are not the people that you need to share with. As you get to know people and as you get to grow in yourself, you'll start to see and meet and understand, well, meet people who know that mental health is important. And a lot of times we can't do it on our own. The reason why the Black community is at such a tug of war and at such a disarray and other things is because we refuse to go get the help and talk to the people that we need to talk to because you can't work out everything by yourself. We have gotten so wrapped up in our religion, okay, that we feel like that if we just believe in God, and I don't want to take this away, we just believe in God enough. And that's what our community really mm-hmm. thinks. We believe in God enough that it'll go away. What you got to understand about what God, who God is, is first of all, he's a provider of all things that you need. So God has provided counselors, coaches, therapists, doctors, all these people to assist him in getting those things done. So if you really have a relationship with God, if you really understand who God is, then you will understand that the people that God has put in these places to help you are God-given people so that you can get out of these ruts, so that you can be healthy, so that you can be mentally healthy. And so we can't be so stuck in our religion because that's what that is, that our relationship gets cloudy. You have to understand once you have a relationship with God, you will know that he did not put us here to be alone, to operate alone, to do things alone. And every need that you are going to need, God put a human on this earth to help meet that need with his guidance, with his help, with his knowledge, 
with his purpose. And so we got to understand that those people exist so that God can use them the same way he uses you and whatever your purpose or passion is. Absolutely. He gives you people, places, things in the natural so that he can right. be the supernatural. So people, I think, do forget that. Before we close out here, T. Marie, it has absolutely been a pleasure having this conversation with you. Tell people where they can reach you and what some of the projects you're working on and how they can get access to T. Marie and your services. Well, you can follow me at T. Marie, the number four letter U on everything. You can even Google me. I'll pop up, girl. Uh, <laughs> but you can you, I'll pop up. You can Google me. But No More Boyfriends is the movement. It is also the book. The book is on Amazon. My fan page is on Facebook if you're on Facebook. And you can also find me on Instagram. All social media is T. Marie, number four letter U. Please go ahead and download or log in or save the website companionshipgoals.com that's where you'll be able to find my services my coaching services my companionship connection services and you'll also be able to meet available singles on their women and men and so we'll feature a single of the week a man crush monday and a woman crush wednesday and these will actually be singles who are available and ready to start dating But my companionship services, I want you guys to really take advantage of those because it really starts out with learning so much about yourself first. I want people to really understand if you don't know yourself, you're not going to have a good or successful relationship. It's just not going to work. So follow me on all my social media and get ready to catch the conversation that will start the first week of January can't say the date. I can't remember, but I'll come back with that. (laughs) But it will be in January. And that's where we'll be talking to all people, celebrities, everyday people, counselors about how to have a successful relationship, any relationship questions that you might have, any relationship confusions that you may have, anything that's dating. I will be talking about that on the conversation. And let me say this before I wrap up. Dating, ladies and gentlemen, is the beginning of having a successful relationship. So when you learn how to date correctly, you will learn how to have a successful relationship because you will learn what you're choosing and how to choose the best mate for you. So I want to teach you how to date. Well, that's a word. (laughs) Thank you for joining Girl Talk with Melissa Ann. And we look forward to more sessions such as this one. And remember, I see you because I am you. You have just listened to the Girl Talk podcast with your host, Melissa Ann. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or Google Play. Until next time, remember, I see you because I am you.